Welcome to the Living Out Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Steele, and this is the place where I speak about everything from personal growth, social justice, queer issues, and how to ADD, how to add to your life. Assess, dream, and design your life to live out the best of who you are and accomplish your goals and dreams. How are you feeling? Funny question to ask at the opening of a podcast, right? But how are you feeling in this moment now that you're listening to me speaking? Are you calm? Are you maybe driving while listening to this or on transit or working out? My guess is, my hope is that you're not feeling overwhelmed. Because if you were feeling overwhelmed, it probably would be really difficult for you to be doing something like just putting most of your attention into listening to what I have to say. And that's what I'm going to talk about today. If you're feeling overwhelmed, you need to solve this one problem first. We're going to get to to what that one problem is, but what is overwhelm? I mean, we all know it. We've all felt it. (sighs) Yeah. Do you get out of breath? Highly anxious? Uh, headachy, panicky, sweaty, clammy, when you feel overwhelmed, like you probably have a pretty intense physical response. Well, simply it's a state of being, not a great state of being, mind you, in which you feel totally overpowered by one or more of your emotions, situations, problems, or everything all at once when it just becomes too much to handle. But in truth, when we really get down to what it is, overwhelm is an emotional state in which we, you, are overly identified with your problems or your struggles. That simple. And I've talked about this in previous podcasts, that the problem is that you are not your problem When you identify with that thing, that's a problem. That's not who you are. You are a creative, intelligent human being who can find a way out of their own problems and challenges. When I came up with the idea of this podcast, I was in a state. And it doesn't happen as often as it used to, thankfully. And that very much has a lot to do with the clarity I have about what it is I want to accomplish, and and how I'm going to go about doing it. But man, I was just having that kind of a state where I was mentally overwhelmed. I was just grabbing at notebooks and notes and files on my desktop. I was trying to come up with a cohesive solution to one of my problems, and it was stressing me out like fucking crazy. Now just take a moment and think back on, like, when was the last time you felt like that? How annoying was that? How upsetting was that? Now, what was the problem or the problems? What what brought you to that point of overwhelm? And how did you feel, like, intellectually, emotionally, physically? What did you do to try and solve the problem or get out of the state of overwhelm? How were you feeling before I reminded you or asked you to think about that last time you were really overwhelmed? And I mean, I'm kind of smiling right now because it's pretty awful and rude of me, isn't it? Like I just took you back to a place where you were feeling uncomfortable. 
But what that also shows you in the moment is that you can think yourself into discomfort and overwhelm. You can think yourself into a story and start having physical and emotional responses to that. And it's not real, right? I just reminded you, I just asked you to remember a time when you were overwhelmed. And I bet that you started to feel some sort of a stress in your body. And that's proof right there that you are not your problems. You may have a reaction, but it's how you think and what you think that can take you into overwhelm and can also take you out of. And the challenge is that, you know, our struggles and problems are tied to emotions. And emotions are experienced through some form of movement, scrunching up up the face, getting angry, showing disgust or disappointment, or, you know, bunching up of the shoulders, almost coming up to cover your ears because you're so tense and you can't calm down. You know, what are the stresses, the anger, the guilt, the sadness, the stuff you're reading in the news? What if you're trying to lose weight and nothing's working and you're looking in the mirror and you're looking at yourself and you're thinking, Ugh, I'm so fat. How does it make you feel? Again, those are all problems, but they're not who you are. So how do you disidentify with those problems and how do you go from feeling overwhelmed to having clarity, to being able to see through the problems for what they are and come up with an action plan or steps and solutions. Well, overwhelm is just being out of control. Part of having control is knowing what you're going to do next, knowing with clarity And that's the problem with overwhelm. You don't know what to do. You don't know how to solve the problem. So when you're overwhelmed to that greatest extent, you're taken over and you're overpowered by your emotions and your responses to those emotions or external stimuli. And when you get stuck like that, you're hyper-focused, which seems strange, but you're hyper-focused on the overwhelm, the complexity of all of the things that are bothering you. And you're trying to focus, which is why I say hyper-focus. You're trying to focus on too many things at once, but we can only focus on one thing at a time. So I don't mean hyper-focus in a positive way. (laughs) It's kind of an out-of-control distraction from one problem to another, which doesn't allow you to give the attention to a single thing. See, I'm giving you all the clues right here, right? And you probably know this. But the most important thing we can do, instead of fighting against ourselves, is to move in a different way. Now, most often, if we're overwhelmed, we're probably sitting or we're trying to work to get something done. One of the best ways to clear the mind, to change an emotional state, is to move. I know, this seems so bloody simplistic. But when you can move a brisk walk down the hallway at work, get outside and walk in nature. And if you're downtown in the city, it doesn't matter if there's not, like, 
real thick forested nature nearby, any kind of trees, a little garden, a small tiny park will do. The point is, our brain and senses register nature and set off feel-good chemicals in our brain in response to nature. This is a proven scientific fact that being outside in nature, even just looking at a green tree or leaves, can positively affect your psychology or your, your emotional state in that moment. Now, I used to work with many, many, many years ago uh, a Hollywood director who was uh, in Toronto at the time filming a very well-known television series. And I would work with him for two hours every Saturday when he was available. And he shared with me one of his ways of dealing with overwhelm. He had his jump rope with him wherever he went. Now, these guys are working 12, 15-hour days, and he'd get back to his hotel room, and he'd have to review footage and do some editing and make notes for, I guess, other people on his team, and then he'd be up at 5 o'clock in the morning heading off to whatever site they were filming at. When he got out of control and overwhelmed, he took his jump rope, and he would jump rope as fucking hard and fast as he could for one to two minutes. Incredible, quick, short burst of exercise, of movement, raises the heart rate, brings up the endorphins, totally takes you out of the moment. Because what else can you focus on when you're trying to jump as fast as you can doing jump rope? You're like, skip, 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 skip. You're just trying to not hit your toes and you don't think of anything else. So jump rope, man, that's quick. That's fast. That's efficient. Go out for a walk. If you can get to the gym, Get on the treadmill and run like crazy or do the row machine. Or if you've got more time, go do a circuit class, lift some weights, go for a bike ride. And by all means, if you have a dog, take that puppy outside as long as you can and play and have fun. Dogs don't get overwhelmed. Well, unless they're dealing with serious psychological challenges. But I think you know what I mean. When you've blown off some stress... Crack open your journal or do a selfie video of one. What I mean is you don't share this selfie video. You don't do this one on Instagram or Facebook, but you privately answer the following two questions with as much detail as needed. You first ask yourself, how did I get to this point of feeling so overwhelmed? I know it's not rocket science here, right? How did I get to this point of feeling so overwhelmed? What you're looking for is a recounting of the steps you've taken in, in the last several hours or days or, or weeks, depending on how long you've been feeling this state of overwhelmed, because you're looking to identify tipping points, situations, people, emotional states, maybe how you've been sleeping or not been sleeping, what you've been eating, how much coffee you've been having. If you've been reading the news, if it was a particular email from somebody that fucking pisses you off, that just takes you over the line. Once you've got all that out and you feel like, yeah, okay, I've expressed everything I needed to here, then ask yourself, what is the single biggest problem I'm dealing with right now? What is the single biggest problem I'm dealing with right now? Now, that goes back to the title, that is the one thing. Because if you're anything like me, there's probably more than one problem, right? 
This is about you being thoughtful and considerate of yourself just for a moment. Can you realistically deal with more than one problem at a time if you're feeling that overwhelmed? No, of course not. We can't deal with more than one thing at a time, period. We think we can multitask, but really we can't. All we're doing is going from task A, stopping it, going to task B, stopping it, coming back to task A, stopping it, then going over to task C. We can only do one thing at a time. And that's part of the problem. That is the problem often of overwhelm, is too many problems at once. The fact is it's difficult to find effective and elegant solutions to your problems without having clarity first. And clarity comes from peace of mind, which is why we started with the movement to clear the mind, to make yourself feel better, to get rid of your problems, to shift your focus onto one thing, something that would make you feel better in that moment. When you step away, physically move to step away from your overwhelm, that is the first step towards getting clarity. Remind yourself in the moment that calmness and clarity of mind will help you be more efficient and effective and with less stress. And this is important. We're all aiming for greater productivity and getting things done with more efficiency. But being effective also means the least amount of stress and the least amount of time so that we can move on to solving the next problem, working on the next task, completing a goal. Now, if time permits, and depending where you are, maybe once you've done that exercise, once you've done that journaling or selfie video, take a bath, meditate. Maybe if you need to, work on another project. So you shift your focus, but you keep your focus only on that one thing. Read a good book, whether it be fiction or nonfiction, to stimulate the mind and create the possibility for thinking differently and and creativity in another direction, or let your mind go with 30 minutes of Netflix or something funny or funny cat videos or scare pranks on YouTube. Who knows? Who cares? You're just shifting yourself out of that state of overwhelm. This is what you don't do. Don't check email. Don't check Facebook or Twitter or the news. The possibility for stress in one of those areas is just way too high. Choose something that nourishes you and helps you completely relax. So what I've described here is part of my get clarity process, which is actually step one in the assessment phase of my ADD coaching method. And if you'd like to find out more and discover how to create a three-year plan to accomplish your goals and dreams that excites the fuck out of you, (laughs) then make sure you grab a seat on my free webinar. Now, this is really timely. This podcast episode is out Tuesday, and this webinar is tomorrow, Wednesday, November the 7th at 10 a.m. So you can click on the link on the episode webpage to register, and I hope to see you there. As always, live out and live proud.